Welcome to Hookah Chat's bonus content, a sophisticated discussion between two gentlemen. Please enjoy. So, listeners, the final episode of the season has dropped. I personally have actually rather big feelings about it because I don't, on one hand, I quite liked it. On the other hand, I am worried about how they may or may not be collapsing certain elements of the broader story together. Um, but then on the th- on the third non-existent hand, if they are collapsing some of those elements together, I also understand because you can't actually tell a 15 season <laughs> like, like like story like like it would be it would be nuts like it would be insane. And so I wonder um, and so I, and so I get it. I'm worried that they're going to collapse things into each other that I don't think they should collapse things into. And then I also liked it. But Matt jump right in what what did you what what did what are your initial thoughts about the last episode well uh, let's understand that i didn't know that that was the last episode until you told me about four hours before i watched it that i realized that that was the like the end because it's only eight episodes right i was expecting at least like 10 maybe 12 episodes and it where we were at in episode seven after the brilliant performances and you know rip lawn and the whole nine there i didn't expect it to be as truncated as it was for the for the for the season finale um the season finale there's no way that that's the end of the 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 series because like (laughs) i did see that they that they have, have a second season they have to because there there's there's more questions raised from that episode than answers like i was going into it thinking okay they're going to tie up some loose ends they're going to package things up and get us ready for the next season and we'll have some resolution there's no resolution there's no resolution to anything um so i i am kind of i liked the episode but i really feel like i'm left dangling in space because i don't know when the next season's coming out and i have all these questions and I'm invested in these characters and I'm invested in the storylines. And I, I hope that that can wait. You know, I hope that that kind of feeling can wait until the next ones come out to start. And I'm sure the, the juices will start flowing again as soon as they do. But, you know, there, I, there was no resolution for that that episode, the last the, the season finale, did not finalize anything for me. Right, right. It so to help. I don't know if this helps. The end of the Eye of the World, like the book, is legendary for its confusing ending. Like like yeah. it's it is it is not. There's a reason why in the list of Wheel of Time books. <laughs> this book is not considered one of the best. Like the best are books two through six, and then book eleven. So the Eye of the World is the first book. Eye of the World is the first book. Okay. Um, 
it's because uh, I still don't really know what the hell the eye of the world is. I know. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. When like, I got to, that, I don't know I why they're going it. there. I don't know what's going on. I thought they were going to explain that. They didn't. So, like, <laughs> I uh, totally get that. I, I, uh, I had. Mm-hmm. So why my, couldn't why why couldn't they have done what they've done at Two Rivers? Like why did they have to go to the Eye of the World? What's it for? Like I don't get it. The so so from a book perspective, the Eye of the World exists to be uh, to feel enough like Fellowship of the Ring that people will read it. Because right. remember when all of, when when the Wheel of Time began, like with only a few exceptions. Pretty much all high fantasy was just Tolkien ripoffs. Sure. And and so Robert Jordan, his, the first book is supposed to feel enough like Tolkien that like folks will maybe invest a little bit in it. And then now, wait by- a minute, wait a minute, let me stop you there. Okay. Sure. Now I understand the the perception of ripping off Tolkien, but giving your characters a goal or a destination <laughs> like isn't. Sure ripping off Tolkien, right? Like I agree. Tolkien had Tolkien, Tolkien had Mordor because they had to take the ring there where it was made so that it could be destroyed. There was a reason for going there, right. right? The fact that you're going somewhere doesn't necessarily rip off Tolkien, right? No, no, no. That's not what I mean. So <laughs> I mean I mean sort of the structure, the 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 points of the book um are are really i think meant to in some ways they're meant to be a condensed lord of the rings trilogy in some ways because the eye of the world as far as the book is concerned the eye of the world is supposed to remind you of mount doom like it's supposed to feel that way and so it's it's not supposed to feel like you for a second my wife's calling you're good yes dear what in the hell is wrong with clearfield and like our area I don't know. Gas is three fifty seven in Phillipsburg. Over here in State College, it's three nineteen. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna start fucking driving over here once we can get gas. That doesn't seem very economically feasible. It but doesn't. But when, if we need other things, like we might as well gas up while we're over here. It, say hi to Ethan. You're on the podcast. Oh, hi, man. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> You can edit that out. <laughs> that'll be that'll be uh, the the cold open. What the fuck is wrong with Clearfield? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I should have texted first. But sure, I just I can't fathom that. Like, why is there like a forty cent difference between thirty miles? Taxes. But Phillipsburg Center County. No, it's oh, not. Jesus. It's Clearfield. The Phillipsburg Sheets is in Center County. Well, everything else is Clearfield County, so. Anyway, I don't know. Palm is where the separation is because it's not right at the railroad tracks there. But anyway, I'll let you carry on. <laughs> is that all you're calling me about? To bitch about gas? Yeah, like, yeah, like. We won't tell right? her about what cycle she's in, Ethan. <laughs> anyway, all right. We're gonna, I'm gonna, Maddie's like passed out in the backseat. So, all right, I'll see you shortly. Love you. All right, love you. Bye. Bye, Bye, then. Bye. That was fun. My my point is, my point is, is like 
many of the things that are happening at the end of the eye of the world um, are are legendarily confusing because suddenly he he like breaks everything. Like he Robert Jordan says, "Oh, this is actually not like Lord of the Rings, friends." You know, and and then yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, okay." You know, like like I don't really know what this means. And so, so books two through six are sort of considered like more of like one real arc, right? Because book two is sort of the first Wheel of Time book that feels like how the rest of the series is going to feel like. Um, and so this is one of the reasons why. But so, what is the Eye of the World then? Like, so what the eye, is the Eye of the World? The Eye of the World is where the Dark One has been sealed. Oh, okay. So it's like the prison. Yeah, it's like the prison. Now, now what? What they did not do. <sighs> okay, so the person that that Rand killed was not the Dark One. I don't know if you picked up on that. That he was not the Dark One. Well, it seemed a little easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then Rand, again, yeah. Whenever they pulled the Shadar Lagoth out of Matt, that seemed a little easy too. That, so that I was like, okay, easy. well maybe. Uh... Um. So that was one of the. A fallen. I actually can't quite remember. I don't know if they're called the fallen or not. I can't quite remember now. But like they're they're a group of male Aes Sedai that uh and I think a couple of female ones too that um serve the Dark One at the beginning of the whole thing, like three thousand years ago. And then the Dark One preserves, you know, for himself. And they're they're how it all works is at the very bottom of the eye of the world is the dark one, and each seal um has seals another one of the fallen. They mentioned the fallen actually a, a couple of episodes ago. There's this moment where um, I think it's Moraine and someone are looking at these little idols. She's got these little idols around, yeah. and and it's mentioned that they represent like the the fallen Aes Sedai that the Dark One seduced and stuff. Um, Rand. It's discovered that Rand essentially kills the first fallen one in the seal right like he there's... so the the dark one is not the dude with the like glowy eyes and the glowy mouth that we see in Rand's dreams because yeah, yeah. because that is who that individual in the last episode personifies and he says he calls him loose theron and he calls he, he behaves in every way as that figure so am I, am I to understand that that's not actually the dark one because yeah. where would yeah. i get that from from the series like exactly I, that that's the thing that that's the thing that makes the first book frustrating because it's sort of revealed um at the beginning of the second book or at sort of at the end of the first book that Rand doesn't really kill Rand thinks he kills the dark one but the but the eyes to die are pretty sure he doesn't kill the dark one. Like he's pretty sure that it was, it wasn't that at all. Like, like it, it's, it, it's. Com this is this is the part of the of, of the show that I think um, I blame the source material on, because it is. It's just this. That's the only way I can describe it, Matt. It's this legendarily confusing ending, where you're like, well, who did he? Who is this? Who is he killing? What's going on? Like, and and you do sort of leave off on this weird cliffhanger. Where you know Matt Matt's not around, Rand sort of runs away. Like like at the end of the book, like Rand kind of decides to run away because he realizes he can touch the true source, and he's a man, and he's he's going to go nuts. And so he runs away from touching the true source and runs away from being the dragon. Um, 
and and like everybody's sort of left in limbo and and then and then it and then book two begins and and like it basically just picks up from there book two is not that way the end of the, that stuff's not confusing but but like the end of the first book is just hella confusing um and so i think most of the well, so is the end of the first season <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i know, I know. I, uh, but you have yeah. this additional ammunition right. in that you are familiar with the book series, so you may not be taken as surprised by as much as surprise. I'm I'm a little surprised that they made it that they they kept it as confusing as it was. There there were little but, things that they could have done. They took lots of things but, out that didn't need to be there, which was which I was very thankful for. Right, know? right. But I mean, there's no way had I not had conversations with you over hookah that i would understand that the person that brand killed at the eye of the world was not the dark one there's no way that i want to understand why we're at the the eye of the world to begin with <laughs> like like there's just not there's not that much they could have used another two or three episodes in the first season to kind of hash through that shit instead of like lesbian scenes that weren't needed or you know like, <laughs> right. like stupid shit right. like that like give me like what's going on yeah i uh because they wasted was, yeah. they wasted a couple episodes not not totally wait but they wasted some time in some episodes that they could have used for better purposes if you ask me if there was if this was 10 episodes this wouldn't have felt so truncated like if it was 10 right. episodes you know that all the stuff that happened this last episode would have been allowed. It would have been okay for the most part. Like we would have had more explanation. I think, um, I think we needed some explanation for certain things that we didn't get. Some of these things are mysterious. So like one of the things, I don't mind it being mysterious. I don't. Sure. I, I, I just, I just wish it. <laughs> like I thought Pat and Fane coming back and actually having lines in this episode was fantastic and it was like two minutes of screen time maybe and i was like ah <laughs> like like give me more of him like what the fuck is he all about right, and right. i understand the reason that they do that is to cause intrigue and make you interested in watching it the next season and blah 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 blah, blah. i get that but like man i've been waiting all season to figure out what the fuck <laughs> and I, I don't get anything <laughs> well and and so like and something i appreciated as well about how they handled pad and fane there is and this scares me a little bit but i but i actually i have a little bit of trust in my heart like pad and fane is this seems to be this agent of the dark one but yeah. he's wielding a shadar lagoth dagger right and so where is his allegiance right like I'm a well, little nervous. We haven't the... established in the in the series, we haven't established that Shadar Lagoth isn't part of the dark or That's isn't right. a servant of the dark one. Like we don't know that they're not the same entity or at least on the same team. We don't right. know that from the from the TV show. From the TV I only show. know that because you've told me that from the books. Right, right. And so I'm I'm a little nervous that they're collapsing them. Mm -hmm. I hope they don't. And I don't think they will. Because I think there's plenty of other things to collapse that, that for time. Like the only reason they'd collapse that is for time. Like, but because because ultimately 
ultimately Shadar Lagoth is is a is part of that sort of world building element that 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 uh that um soft magic system element right that, that makes it that that is really rich for a world building thing but it might not be as rich for a tv show and so like i i to- I, I would understand one way or the other but we'll see um there i think that the things that this show that this at last episode did well are good and and i think that the 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 cliffhangery moments right um moraine losing her ma- her her connection to the yeah. one power which does not happen at the end of this book but does happen in the series but and again so, th- that was so qu- quick like it was quick how, yeah how powerful was an Aes Sedai if you could just take it away from them like we saw them do we saw like seven of them do it to low gain and like they they had to bust their asses to do it and like it got one of them killed and it caused it caused um Nenev to like burst forth in power and energy to resurrect the people that were originally like it was a big deal to take that from Loghain but for Moraine it was nothing it was just like snap your fingers and it's gone I'm like well how powerful were these eyes to die now right well and and so that's that's part of that's you know part of the move that I think is meant to be made there like like the the dark one's minions are powered by the dark one you know it's not the the relative strength of the Aes Sedai of this era is very different than the relative strength of the Aes Sedai of that era. And that that's meant to come across. And I think that's right, meant, but the, that's meant to be there. But here, here here's where I'm, here's my 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 problem though. Moraine yanked Shadar Lagoth right out of Matt. Just like that. No problem. And then it took all this power and now this is my perception from watching the show that Shadar Lagoth and the Dark One not necessarily different, right? But, like, Moraine yanks Shadar Lagoth out of Matt. No problem. Then, they can't pull the 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 one power out of Loghain without, like, a big deal. Right. So, therefore, Shadar Lagoth isn't as powerful as the Dark One, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But then whenever the dark one rips or who we perceive to be the dark one rips the one power from Moraine, that makes Shadar Lagoth almost nothing because Moraine whooped his ass and hurt. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it doesn't add up. Yeah. Like the threat yeah. levels don't, the threat levels don't add up. I think you're right. I do. I, I really do. Like I, I, I think that my hope is who knows if this will happen. My hope is the second season will be um one power light yeah uh and we will spend or, or if there is one power moments it'll be moments where egoin is learning where nanave is learning you know and so and so the one power stuff is we don't we won't see any heavy hitters in a lot of ways the the these next couple of books are basically ran trying to figure out what he wants to do yeah you know if he wants to take on the becoming mad by the one power and, and become the, the dragon and whatever. Uh, and then the rest of it is, you know, the second book is, is a lot of parent, a lot of parent sort of doing stuff. And it appears that they've collapsed. I'm excited for that then. Me, me too. <laughs> like, like it appears that they've collapsed some things where now Matt's not going to be out the second season. He might be doing his own thing, but he won't be like unconscious. So like 
we'll be able to watch right. Matt do stuff. Like, like I, I think all of that is good stuff. I really like. You have no idea who these people are, but they introduced the scene Shan at the end of of the last episode. All I know is there's a little girl about to get small. Yep, that poor, that poor girl's done. <laughs> Um, the scene chant, the scene chant are, are just unless are, are, we do a flashback and it's actually like you know the the head of the the Aes Sedai before the one that's the, the lesbian one that's right, before right. her. Like, who knows that. who that girl is, right? <laughs> like, I think it's, I think it's just a little girl, but like the, the scene chant are, are another culture from like across the, the sea and they. And they uh, imprison women who can channel the one power and make them channel for them. And, you know, it's just a yeah. different kind of a thing. Uh, and they that explains all the mouthpieces and chains for the right, girls that right. came out and did the thing. And they there's some slow burn with that in the books where there's a couple of books where they're just sort of mentioned or, or rumors and stuff. And so what will probably I imagine what will probably happen is. We, we might only get glimpses of them in this season because we still have to. There, there's so many things that are integral to the story that aren't just sort of side things that right. that will need to be told. And the scene Chan become an integral part of the story later in the story. Uh, Matt, like Matt spends a lot of time with the scene Chan because Matt makes the princess of the scene Chan fall in love with him. Yeah. Good job, Matt. Good for him. You know, well done. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's a, it's a well-written little piece because she's kind of the sadistic asshole and Matt's like, I don't like her at all. And 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 they basically like he forms the alliance. Like he's able to stop the scene Shan from joining with the Dark One and does some politicking and 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 it's 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 kind of fun. It's it's funny. But but like I think there's I do I think there's a, a decent amount that needs to happen yet. And um uh my hope is that is the really confusing parts of this episode are all source material problems. And while I would have tidied up the source material, if I was a showrunner, like, like I'd have been like, guys, we don't have to do it like this. And they did a little bit. They honestly did. There's a character called the green man who is the gardener, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the blight. I am glad we did not do that. Asshole. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 I'm glad he's thrown out. Like nobody was <laughs> complaining that he's not there. Like, like God, the gardener. Man. Man, what a, what a, what an annoying thing. Um, <laughs> but like, I get it. You know, I imagine this will last five seasons. And so, you know, you it's got Bezos money, man. I don't know why they can't go 15. No, like 15 is, 15 is look, a long time. Look, they, they, they can make, it depends on how successful it is. Right. Like, like the walking dead should have been like four or five seasons tops done over. But they extended that bastard out to what 12, 13, 14 seasons or something, well beyond its its lifespan and right. totally ruined it. Like I stopped watching it like season seven or something like that, just because it got so bad because there wasn't any source material left. Right. They sure. they outran what Robert Kirkman had written and they started like winging it and it went totally off the fucking rails. And I, I still think they're making that goddamn show, but I never watch it, you know. But like with with this, at least you have that structure. At least you have that ability to like let it burn for that long. Now, yeah. the problem is you don't necessarily have the investment. You don't have the studio or whomever coming to you saying we need another season of this, you know, and if and if you 
do something like that, it's kind of like what, what doomed Firefly, right? Like Firefly had this giant vision, this arc, and this entire storyline with all these different nuances that was supposed to last for several seasons, and that got canceled after one season. So everything was kind of unsatisfying because we never got the answers to anything. And like, but that's because the that's the the influence of money, right? Well, when you take a guy like Jeff Bezos, like you have the money. Just mm-hmm. make it, make it right, make it yeah. correctly. But you know, he doesn't probably care about the wheel of time. He cares about how many people are buying Amazon Prime for it. You know? Yeah, you're right. And like, this was a huge hit. It really was number one show on Amazon Prime for like. It's great. Like, it's really been, a good show. <laughs> really a great show. I'm excited for. I really am excited to see what they do with the book two. Book two, The Great Hunt, is the name of that book. Um, but you know what's going to scare me though. If they if they pare it down so much, if they simplify it so much and make it so uh, and, and they strip so much of the extra world stuff out of it, whenever Jeff Bezos is crying for more, they're not going to have any more. Yeah, that's really the thing, right? You got to be careful. Got to be careful. I think I think the stuff they'll strip out is primarily um, characters that are sort of introduced for the season, right? There mm-hmm. there are these number of characters that are throughout what that are only exists for like one or two books. They don't get killed. They're just sort of like, yeah. see ya, you know, and then they, they trot off. Like, like, yeah. I think that stuff like that'll be cut out, which is probably good. My fear, here's a fear I have because they didn't introduce these characters at all in, in the season. And they are introduced in book one. There are a collection of characters that I think that are a integral to the plot and b uh, really worth di- diving into that are not uh, introduced yet, but are all introduced in book one. And I'm nervous. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a, there's an old wolf brother that encounter that parent encounters like a fully realized, like older man who's a wolf brother named Elias. Mm-hmm. And, and parents like parents, like, ah, uh, I'm uncomfortable by you. And Elias is like, mm, you shouldn't be like, like, like <laughs> yeah. stick with me, kid. Like, um there's there's an entire royal family in one of the regions they probably mentioned this region um uh where elaine and Gwen, who are brother and sister elaine is a princess and is going to become queen and she actually is one of Rand's wives and Gwen, who's the worst character in all of wheel of time but he's i guess integral to the plot but they have a, <laughs> a stepbrother named galad um, who is who becomes easily one of the top four or five best characters in the books, yeah. and he joins the White Cloaks. Like the lad joins the White Cloaks and becomes the leader of the White Cloaks, yeah. and he's he's like this really handsome, like idealistic son of a bitch, like who who has to who who like has to like grow to appreciate like the One Power and the Aes Sedai and, and right. stuff like that, and and um and and I want them to not like throw those some of those characters out right you know that would piss well, me off i want to know what's going on with the white cloaks i mean that was a really good arc you know there's there's so much there's so much that i'm looking forward to i just i i didn't get any of the answers that i thought i was going to get like i expected that there was going to be i expected that there was going to be unanswered questions of course mm-hmm. you know i expected that but like i didn't get any resolution still but th- again, it sounds so weird because I sit here and I bitch about it, but like 
it's not that I didn't enjoy the episode. It's not that I didn't like the show. Huh. It just, it felt in terms of pace and in terms of content, it felt almost rushed. Yeah. And it felt um, unfulfilling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But no. I don't mean unfulfilling yeah. in a bad way. It's like whenever you eat, like, when you sit down to dinner at a fancy restaurant and you have an amazing appetizer that tastes wonderful and you're like, wow, that was really good, but it's gone already. Like <laughs> that's what that, that's what that episode, that's what that entire season felt like. You know, it sure. felt like a fucking delicious cheese stick. <laughs> it, it, it was. So here's what I'd recommend. I'd recommend if you ever find yourself with time on your hands, I recommend reading a relatively detailed account of the wheel of time of the eye of the world book like like a cliff uh -huh. notes and then buying book two and reading book two <laughs> um you do not need to read the eye of the world like yeah. find, find an account you know somebody will tell you if you missed anything there are some chapters that are worth it like the shadar lagoth chapter totally worth it it's it's fantastic um uh and things like that that's all really great but like, fi like find a, a good kind of detailed like account of it and read that. Take you 30 minutes and then <laughs> buy book two because book two, um, my memory of book two serves correctly. Book two has some of the um, best, uh, like when Robert Jordan is at his most creative, there are moments in book two where he is at his most creative. Where, where, whereas just a storyteller and the way he kind of envisions the whole thing, I think is, I think is deeply interesting and um, uh, has a re has, has an understanding of the dark one that as, as this evil character that, that is way more compelling than most adaptations of like big, bad, dark, bad guy boss, you know, kind of a thing. Like Sauron is interesting precisely because of the Silmarillion. Right. <laughs> like like right. outside of that he's not interesting at all. Like like who cares, right. you know? But like the dark he's Robert Jordan is able to sort of do the dark one in a way that 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 is um I just think really compelling where where he like there's this great moment in in book 2 where he he forces Rand to relive and live through all of these um not all of his past lives but all of these possible futures. And and at the end of each of these futures, everything falls apart, like like because of yeah. something, because of something Rand does or doesn't do. And and after every after they fall apart, Rand hears the Dark One's voice say, "I always win, Loose Theron. I yeah. always win." You know. And so like Rand decides to not try to kill the Dark One and and forms uh, his own life with with Egwin, because at that point he's still in love with Egwin. That that changes. Right. And and um, so so the dark one lets him see that. Let, that's well, they already out. did that. They did. They alluded to that in in, yeah. in that. But there's there's like many others. But but in that one, uh, in the book, Rand goes nuts and murders Egwin. You know, just murder because yeah. he because he still touches the source. He can still touch the one power. And so he goes crazy and murders Egwin. Murders his his daughter. And and he looks around, and he realizes it, and then he hears, you know, I always win, lose, Theron, you know. And then the next one, and, and it's really well done. Like it's just, it's just this very, very um, scary and very interesting thing where, where, where you you have this look of the Dark One as being ultra powerful, but also like 
this like manipulator, this mind game player. Yeah. You know, he's not, you which know, makes him interesting. It does you know, make rather him interesting. Than, I mean, that's why, that's why the devil is so alluring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. because he, he's a trickster. He doesn't just take you, you know, you has to, he has to go through the free will thing or whatever, but like it forces him to be um, a much more refined character rather than just a dominating presence. Because if the dark one was really that powerful, why didn't he just take everything over? Right. right. So it, it's not as, it's not as fun as a story. Right. You got to have a little sympathy for the devil to make it, to make it worthwhile. <laughs> well, this is really good. Um, we will keep an eye out for the second season. I have not started Book of Boba Fett yet, so we cannot have a full range conversation on that yet. Oh, well, that'll be our that'll be our next bonus content. Are you Maybe ready? We we're gonna we're gonna do the entire Book of Boba Fett first episode bonus content following this one. Are you ready? Here it goes. Hmm. Thank you for joining us for the original Book of Boba Fett's <laughs> first Book of Boba Fett review. <laughs> uh, we can talk about The Witcher again, but I do not want to. I finished uh, The Witcher again. with Beth and I was like, well, I did not like that season at all. You know, so yeah. we'll move on from that. But I, I will let, let me finish it up. Friends, thanks for listening. It's been a bonus content of uh, Hookah Chats with Matt and Ethan. We will see you next time.